listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. It is the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org, mindwcwp.org. I'm Matt Weinstein, your host. Join alongside, to my right, it's Andrew Servideo. To my left, first-timer, long-timer, Chris Klimazewski. Chris, you ready for this? Born ready. That's all you got for me, really. Uh, well, you know what I was actually <laughs> expecting? I was expecting you to say, are you ready? Dun-dun. Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, anyway, I am ready. Klim, I appreciate it. He's ready to go. Andrew, what's going on? We're back, baby. We're back. We're back. I'm I'm very excited. So let's just get in, right into things. What a week to start out in the professional wrestling world. Phenomenal Forum is back just days after the 1,000th episode of One SmackDown. SmackDown 1,000. SmackDown, SmackDown 1,000. 1,000. What a, what a monumental, episodic television show. And they'll, they'll tell you that weekly, uh, you know, one of the long, most, one of the longest <laughs> rated <laughs> weekly episodic television shows behind Monday Night Raw. Behind Monday Night Raw. Obviously. <laughs> but, uh, Easily. Here we go. What'd you guys think of this show? I thought it was good. You know, when Raw did its 25th anniversary, they pulled out all the stops for it, brought back everyone. They, what's, I think SmackDown there, they just played it safe. You know, they brought back Evolution, you brought back Edge. And all that stuff, they played it safe, nothing went wrong, it wasn't a bad show, it was a very good show. You saw the titles, uh, the tag titles change hands as well too during the show. So I thought, it was, I thought it was a good show. I think it was better than the 25th anniversary of Raw, in really? my opinion. Because like, 25th anniversary of Raw had a lot of things wrong with it. This was just like across the board, SmackDown's always great. You know, the, SmackDown on a weekly consistent basis has always been great. I think... They did pull out all the stops, and it really was a good show. Now, I think my biggest, the, the biggest thing that I agree with you, Andrew, the biggest thing that I think made SmackDown 1000 much better than the 25th anniversary of Raw earlier this January was that they didn't bring out all, like, I mean, obviously they brought out some all-timers, but the show wasn't focused on that. Right. Sure, you, you had Evolution. They did their thing, which was great. We'll get into it, but you have crown jewel to promote you have evolution to promote both of those shows within the next two weeks or so and you let that you let those stories build you had becky lynch on the cutting edge with charlotte that story is building you had aj styles and daniel bryan teaming up against the usos that story is building up to crown jewel and even Rey mysterio coming back beating shinsuke nakamura qualifying for that last spot in the crown jewel world club world cup you're letting that story build as well and the old-timers, they came back. Yeah, it was great pops for everybody, but they did take a little bit of a back seat, and that's what it's all about. That's what it should be about. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's why it felt like it wasn't like a money grab. And it was crazy, because like, the ratings for this week for SmackDown Live were better than Raw's ratings, which hasn't happened in a while, I don't think. So, and you know, for obvious reasons. So, we'll get into it. We'll go, you know, a little segment by segment. We'll start off with Evolution. The, you know, big fan of whenever I hear Line in the Sand play. Great song. Great. You know business is about to pick up. So you got these four legends. Uh, you know, Tom Phillips said however many world championships they have added up. I don't remember the exact number. It might be like 22 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a big 14 number, of yeah. them coming from Triple H. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> these four guys, you got Triple H, Batista, Orton, and Ric Flair. Me personally, 
so, so happy to see Batista back in a WWE ring. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think Batista, he 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 was a prominent figure on SmackDown over the, you know, he was the one that put SmackDown on the map, in my opinion, mm-hmm. along with the SmackDown 6. But uh, it was good to see him back. I hope he stays and sticks around for a little bit. Maybe has one last go. But uh, he did tease with Triple H uh, about, like, a, a rematch or, like, a fight. So you, you know, I was going to say that, too. I mean, if that match doesn't happen at WrestleMania, I mean. But, yeah, back to what Matt said, I loved Batista coming back. He was one of my favorite superstars when he was on SmackDown. Now that he's back, well, I, like Drew just said, I really hope he does stay here for a little, a little bit. I hope he doesn't. I know he's being off being a big superhero with the Avengers or whatever, X-Men, I don't know. What, Drax. What? He's Drax and Guardians <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, Galaxy. Drax. Right, yeah, Guardians, oh my yeah. God. But anyway, but yeah, I really hope he does come back. And like Drew said, he did tease, uh, oh, you never beat me, Triple H. Well, I think that might happen at WrestleMania now that that's happened. I mean, come on. I think it writes <laughs> itself. You give Batista his one last run that he's been very outspoken that he wants. You give it to him. Really, at the turn of the calendar year, about around January, mm-hmm. you know, Wrestle once WrestleMania season really picks up, you can lead to a Batista Triple H match at WrestleMania. Obviously, two guys who aren't working full time, but if you keep them together mm-hmm. in that program, I think you got gold. Exactly. I think you're catching lightning in a bottle with these two guys, and Batista deserves it. A you know a a great run his first time around, obviously for years, and then in 2014, he you know he gets a bad rep. For that run, oh, Blutista, Bautista. Oh, they, they didn't, Daniel Bryan didn't win the Rumble. They gave it to Batista. Meanwhile, in that six months he was there, he made Daniel Bryan look like a million bucks. He tapped out to him in the main event of WrestleMania, and he put over all three members of the Shield. So not enough credit goes to Dave Batista for that last run. Everybody just remembers it with that sour taste in their mouth. I don't think anybody actually acknowledged its, um, its full potential until he actually left for that uh, movie role, but when he when you see that 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 uh, that crowd ovation that he got on on Tuesday, it felt as if everybody had missed him, understandably so because you know we haven't seen Batista in the ring since since June of 2014, right? Yeah. June of 2014, just over four years, and and before he was only there for six months. Before that, it was I believe four years before that yeah. was the last time. He had he had a run. It's when he stepped away the first time. So I'm looking forward to Batista hopefully getting back in the ring. Obviously, we mentioned Triple H being the guy you pair him up with. But on the road, who else could you potentially see him getting in the ring with? One guy that I would really love to see is Batista versus Samoa Joe. Yeah. Especially on that SmackDown side of things. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking more on the Raw side of things. I wasn't really thinking SmackDown, but I think him versus Roman Reigns would be a great match. I think they've, that's they've, another good one. Yeah, yeah. they've had uh, they fought before with like well, Evolution Six Shield, yeah, yeah, but not like one on one. Yeah, I'm talking about like yeah, one on one stuff. Totally different. That's a totally different time. Four years later, you got Batista coming back. You got Roman Reigns. Now he's the big dog. He's the Universal Champ. That's a story that writes itself too. They got some history. So Batista is on. On the very top of my list, things I'm looking forward to in the near future in the WWE. What do For you guys sure. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. I really do, do hope he comes back. So now we'll move it on to the cutting edge. Always great to see Edge back in the ring. He has his talk show with Becky Lynch, who is absolute money. She's untouchable right now. She 
made fun of the career-ending injury of a hall of fame, a beloved hall of famer, and got cheered for it. Yeah, there's nothing that woman can do wrong. No, not not a single thing. And they try to book her as a heel, but like, it's just she's the so crowd over. Just loves her. Yeah. yeah, she's so over with the fans. It's like, and I love this about Becky Lynch being a heel. Like, I I don't think I've ever seen someone as much of a heel as Becky getting cheered for. You know, like, you know, at first when like the very first. SmackDown after SummerSlam at the Barclays Center. I was I was in attendance at the SmackDown. Excuse me. And Becky Lynch comes out, gets these huge cheers, and she cuts her promo. Then she turned on the crowd, and everybody in attendance, including myself, were just like, "Are we for real right now? This is what we're doing." We obviously have a babyface Becky Lynch and a heel Charlotte. It writes itself, but after giving it some time to breathe, fleshing it out over the past couple months. I'm digging it. I love it. It's a natural build with Becky Lynch, the bad guy, and that's great. Yeah, it makes sense, too, because, you know, she's been fighting for that title for so long, wanting to get that title. She finally gets it and then has to turn on Charlotte because Charlotte, you know, is the one that kind of screwed her over in the past, like, few years that she's been going for this title. Exactly. I'm so happy she's actually in the title. She has the title. I've been saying for a while, ever since she lost it, I'm like, Becky doesn't get the stuff that she deserves. She doesn't do any of this. You know, she finally beats Charlotte. And she gets now. She has to turn heel, and I love it. I, I'm a big, big Becky Lynch fan because of it. And then now that leads us to, just just over a week away, not this upcoming Sunday, the following, at WWE Evolution live from the Nassau Coliseum, right in our neck of the woods, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch in a last woman standing match, first ever for the SmackDown Live. Did you mention first ever? No, first ever. First ever. We're making history. We're making history. But this, is, but the here's why. I, you know, in the past, I've been very outspoken. Oh, we love to make history, this, this, this. You're making history just to put the word history on it. This means something. This is a blood feud. Two former best friends going at it. They've had no contests. They've had false finishes. Guess what? Throw them in the ring. Give them a last woman standing match. It makes sense. It does. It does. And that's, that's why I don't have an issue with them saying, oh, well, it's the first ever. Yeah, it's the first ever, and rightfully so. Yeah, they deserve it. I mean, I, personally, I think this is going to be the best match on the card. It's not going to be the main event, sadly. Probably not. But I think Becky versus Charlotte for the in a last woman standing match for the title is going to be the best match on the card, easily. Yeah, I'd agree. Then this is going to be a Crown Jewel, correct? Oh, no, this is going to be no, Evolution. This is Evolution. Evolution, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are they wrestling at Crown Jewel? Well, they don't even know. Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to get into this later, but if you noticed on... Raw and SmackDown this week, they didn't mention where it's at. They're not mentioning Saudi Arabia. They're not mentioning because right. it might change. Right. It now, might change from now, Saudi Arabia. I don't think it's going to change, but I think regardless, the women weren't going to go anywhere. Right. Women, women weren't going so anywhere. That's, that's, that's why, why they had evolution. Is at evolution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's basically why they're having evolution to make up for the. Uh, well, not really why, because I mean, I'm all about the women's uh, revolution, everything like that. I mean, look, I'm a big Ronda Rousey fan, as everyone knows. Love Sasha, love the Four Horsewomen, and everything like that. But they basically gave the women this evolution pay-per-view because they couldn't go to Saudi Arabia the first time. So, I mean, like, it makes, like, sense. I mean, I'm all for it, though. 100%. I love no, it. A, it's a shame that that's why they're doing yes, it. Yes, that's what I'm not, saying, yeah. It's not that this is 100% cut and print why they're doing it. No, it, they're doing it for a whole bunch of reasons, but the shame is that that factors into it a bit. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's what I was trying to say. You just said it better than I did. Oh. <laughs> I've been doing this a little Matt longer. Matt tends to no do problem. that a lot, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll keep it with SmackDown 1000. We got new SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions, Sheamus and Cesaro, The Bar. They are back. They are better than ever. SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships as they defeated the New Day. I feel like... 
the bar has been a long. Uh, how many how many times have the bar won tag team gold in the past? How many years they've been together? Two years they've been together. I think this together? is their fourth. Oh, really? Title reign, maybe. I don't know off the top of my head. Sounds fifth. It's their fifth title reign. Fifth four title. on Sm- four on Raw. One on and this then is the first, first. So they had four Raw. This first one on SmackDown. Yes. So that's that's it for Sheamus. Cesaro has the one extra with Tyson Kidd uh, two years before. I don't have a problem with it, especially if either, we get yeah. to keep seeing the new day in the bar. Especially because they put on a great match every time they're in the ring together. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a problem with it either, just because New Day wasn't even supposed to have the titles. Back it was still supposed to be the it, the Bludgeon Brothers should still have the titles if it wasn't for uh, the injury. Yeah, Eric Rowan getting injured, yeah. but you know, tough stuff. So now the bar and now the bar is the champion with the Big Show. With yeah, the, is the, the Big, big show, show part of that? I I want them to call it the Bar Show. Oh, or I, the Big Bar. The big I, I bar. Kinda, I feel like yeah. Oh, that's, that's even better. That's that's much better than the bar show. But I. It's a big bar. I hope he's not really involved. I hope it's kind of just like yeah, I did what I did. Maybe I don't like the new day, whatever, whatever. But I, the bar is totally fine. They you know let them run this whole whole thing back. This program with the bar and the new day. The big show doesn't really need to be involved, if you ask me. Well, I think they want to do a three on three. Oh yeah, that's. I feel like that's the only reason you got to put somebody they in. They also could potentially like split the bar using the Big Show, which is why I think it's a good idea. Because if they split them up, then Cesar could finally get that you know that that big title that we've all been wanting him to get. I, mean, I feel like the reason they would split them up is more so, you know, some insurance if Sheamus is still hurt. That's right. Before Cesaro moving that's up, right. I think that you make a good point, Andrew. But I think it's more likely that. They would split them up to, to, to go Cesaro and Big Show as opposed to Sheamus and Big Show. Right, because mm-hmm. he has that back injury, right, right. Sheamus? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, look, I mean, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. It says members, Cesaro, Sheamus, Big Show, and then in parentheses next to his name, Bodyguard. 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 <laughs> 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 All right. Who wrote that in? I, it's Wikipedia. You bodyguard. Take it with a grain of salt. That's funny. That's a big body to have guarding you. Oh, for sure. And I lo- look, don't get me wrong. I love to see the Big Show back in the ring. I'm glad he's back. He can have, you know, one more solid run, however much he thinks he has less th- left in the tank. But this isn't where it should be. Maybe if you want to do a one-off six-man tag, that's fine. But we've seen it, you know, the past four Sheamus and Cesaro title reigns. They can run this back with the New Day. They'll put on m- the match of the night every single night. For sure. So yeah. you don't got to throw Big Show in there. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, look, there's really no need for. I mean, they've done this time and time again. Every time the Big Show comes back, c- turns heel, and he's he's always like kind of like just put in somewhere. Like really, he doesn't really have a storyline. And you saw over here as he's just put into the bar, a situation with the bar versus New Day now. So yeah, I mean, it's such a strange interaction too. Yeah, the way they set that up, like he just came out, like looked, at, like glared at the bar. And then just decided to pick up Kofi and throw him through the table. I thought Big E was going to start crying. <laughs> I thought he was going to start crying. But the Big Show didn't have any sort of beef beforehand with the New Day, right? No, nothing. He just came out and, you know, Clem, it's like you mentioned that how they say, you know, the Big Show, oh, he's heel, he's baby, he's turning all the time. When he, Whenever he comes back, I feel it's kind of just he's a guy you can plug in anywhere and however he needs to align – it don't matter. He's a believable heel. He's a believable babyface. He's done them both plenty of times. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm. I got an open mind about it. That's for sure. I love all six guys in the storyline. So, oh, so I don't as, expect as it. Do I? I don't expect it to fall flat for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So now the before we get to our first break, the main event of SmackDown Live, 
the Rey Mysterio ret- in-ring return against Shinsuke Nakamura. He defeated him to qualify for the Crown Jewel World Cup. Did you see? Did you see during Rey Mysterio's entrance that he went for that like slow motion high five with the one? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is what is that? I thought my TV was broken at first. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I thought Rey Mysterio looked absolutely incredible. He's in the best yeah, shape of his life. He did. That that one uh, dive to the outside underneath the bottom rope. Oh, that really was the coolest cool. thing that's ever. Got, that's yeah. new. He has, yeah, he has never that's done new. that. That's new. Yeah, me, I'm watching with my buddy, and we were just like, whoa. That was mad. That cool. was, yeah, we got to rewind. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this past year, he's looked incredible. He came back at the Royal Rumble, looked really good. He got injured. He had the surgery. He had his match at All In. He looked great. And now he's back with the WWE for another two-year run. I'm very, very excited about the possibilities with Rey Mysterio. Yeah, for sure. I hate out of the crowd uh, started chanting, you still got it, as if he hasn't been wrestling everywhere else for the yeah, past exactly. What, years what was he in gone. before this? Uh, he was in uh, Lucha Underground, everywhere. right? He was in Lucha Underground. He was in yeah. New Japan. He was in everywhere else. He hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't taken any sort of time off. It's just he hasn't been in the WWE since, I guess, 2014, around WrestleMania 30-ish. Yeah. yeah. When he got booed because it, it wasn't well, Daniel yeah, Bryan. Well, yeah, and then the, ro- <laughs> the back to that rumble when it wasn't Daniel Bryan, right? But... And that was when he was wearing the shirt to wrestle. He looked bad. He was in bad shape. Bad shape yeah. He was still hurt. But now he comes back. He looks like a million bucks. And now, who are some guys? Obviously, we got this World Cup pool that we'll get into. But who are some guys outside of this bracket that you think in the next two years you'd like to see Rey Mysterio mix it up with? Styles. AJ Styles. Easily Styles. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, easily Styles. I like... I think they can build off the Rey Mysterio Shinsuke feud right here. I think oh, they can, yeah. I think they can build off I don't this. Think that's done yet? Yeah, for sure. Especially after now, because you haven't seen really uh, Shinsuke in a while. You know, he's been on and off really, and now you bring back Rey Mysterio, he beats Shinsuke in great fashion, and now you, I think you could set something up with that after after uh, this World Cup thing goes on. So now we'll get into the World Cup. We oh wait, 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 one more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andrade San Almas. Ooh, that's, come on, come hey, on. That that'd be that's great. That's gonna be fantastic. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. That is going to be great. So now we'll get into this World Cup pool. The Crown Jewel WWE World Cup. We got. I guess it'll be a, a one-night tournament. Is that what they said it's going to be? Yeah, it's, it's going to go all throughout Crown Jewel, which makes sense because there aren't there many there are, matches yeah, I guess at, at be, Crown Jewel. You know, f- uh, about six matches and this, whatever. I'm do, trying to do the quick math in my head. But, Something um, like that, yeah. I just want to see. I really want to see out of this bracket, Kurt Angle fight a majority of these people because he, he like, him fighting in the ring against like some of these guys who hasn't wrestled in years like would be so cool to me. Yeah, so I you know I just did the math, quick math. It'll be seven matches total. Now we'll go through it. It's John Cena, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, Seth Rollins, The Miz, and Dolph Ziggler. Right now, there's no official bracket out. We don't know who's facing off against who. But if you had to pick out of these eight guys, who do you think you were gonna see in the finals? Oh, man, that's tough. I mean, it's probably whoever can go the longest, right, out of all those guys. And those guys are pretty old. Who's the youngest? Seth Rollins? Yeah. It'd probably be Rollins in the in the finals. I, yeah, I would agree. Rollins versus and probably it, somebody from SmackDown. Honestly, I could see it being Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio in the final. That's what I was going to say. I don't know about Mysterio. Too. Maybe I'm, Cena. I'm No, I don't say Cena just because. He doesn't need it. Just because, oh, he doesn't need it. I think Seth Rollins would be great going over Cena. As Intercontinental Champion, that would look great for him. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be Seth 
and Ray just because the fact that I mean you're not going to have Ray lose this quickly when he comes back. I just don't think that's going to happen. John's I don't think it's going to be John Cena just because he's doing movie stuff. So I mean if he wins the World Cup, then it's probably he has to come back and do some stuff. So I mean yeah. I don't think he, Jeff Hardy. Uh, Randy Orton, I think Randy Orton could Probably make a, Orton, yeah. It could make I, Randy Orton could be in there as well too. I, I was thinking that too. I think it's either going to be Seth, Seth and Ray Mysterio, or Seth and Randy Orton. Is my Seth opinion. and somebody yeah. else, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. All right, so we'll get more. We'll finish up SmackDown 1000, a little bit of Crown Jewel, then we'll get into Raw. But first, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on mywcwp.org. Listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Burn it down! Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein here. As always, Andrew Servideo to my right, the newcomer to the forum, his first day. He's doing a pretty good job so far. We'll see. We'll get back to you. <laughs> but on my left is Chris Klimazewski. Now, the last thing we got to get to SmackDown 1000, we skipped it, we skipped over it. It was The Undertaker's return to SmackDown. He didn't have much time because a couple people went late. He had to make his whole entrance. So all he said was, DX, I got three words for you. Rest in peace. None of this was necessary. Simple but effective. It was, yeah, but he did the same thing on Raw, too. Exactly, and that's my problem because they build up, oh, The Undertaker's coming back to SmackDown. He's coming back to SmackDown because the WWE... It just assumes that we're in this world where Raw, and because there's a brand split, some pe- it might be, you know, I watch Raw, but when I'm watching SmackDown, I'm watching a completely different program with absolutely no relation. No, 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 it correlates pretty well. So when I see The Undertaker on my TV Monday night at about 10.58, you know, 24 hours later when I see him again, it's nothing special, especially when he's saying the same three words he's been saying past two three weeks yeah i just thought it was really anticlimactic and he didn't even come out with kane he didn't even come out, kane. I would, out by himself yeah i mean like i would have understood you come out with kane the both of you guys come out but i mean you came out did your entrance you said four words rest in peace and then that was it i was like that was really anticlimactic like <laughs> i think that the the final segment of smackdown 1000 could have been better suited for something else yeah it should have just ended off with mysterio winning yeah. It very well could have. If they didn't have anything, I would have been fine. That would have been literally fine. Even if they said, hey, you know, go another two, three minutes. Whatever it was, could have done it. Yeah. So now, we talked about the World Cup. We got our, we got our early picks before we really see any sort of bracket. We're moving on to Raw. Talking about The Undertaker. Talking about Kane. Talking about DX. We got the tag match set for Crown Jewel. Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement. <sighs> This no uh this November November second or November third whichever day, one or the other, it'll be his first <laughs> November match. November second. November second. In some country, we don't even know. It'll be the first Shawn Michaels match since WrestleMania twenty six in two thousand ten. Well, it's gonna be funny you mention that if they don't go to Saudi Arabia, it's likely that Shawn Michaels won't be in the match. That was the whole thing, apparently. It could be because they were going to throw the WWE so much money to get Shawn Michaels. Exactly. That's that what was it, the reason. That was the reason. So it got, the biggest so reason. That's the one of the biggest reasons. So if Shawn, so if so, say if Crown Jewel is not in Saudi Arabia, it's in a different country like Europe or something like that. Shawn Michaels might not be there. Well, here's what I heard. I heard that if the the only way that the WWE will pull them out of Saudi Arabia is if somebody from the State Department or the president of the United States himself 
tells Vince McMahon, do not go to Saudi Arabia. Well, he did already. The Donald Trump already, you know, advised them not to. Really? Yes. Right, he did come see. out and say, like, you know, you guys shouldn't really do it. Well, then that's even more interesting. Yes. <laughs> we'll but, like, they're still going to go through with it, I think. I think unless I think so unless too. something major happens, you know, you can't really, like, bring politics into wrestling, right? It's two completely different things. And it's, I mean, they bring politics into every other, every other sport, so yeah. I mean, you might as well just bring but it Especially because a majority of the talent are uncomfortable going. Yeah. Yeah. They were uncomfortable the first time. But I don't think any, I don't think any of them are going to come together and be like, hey, let's no, not do I, this. I don't think so. If, if the... If the conclusion is we're going, then I don't think anybody's going to sit there and say, "Hey, I'm not going." Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the 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 thing I want to talk about more so than the controversy of Saudi Arabia is the Shawn Michaels in ring return, because as it was leaked, as it was rumored before it officially was announced, I was the first guy to say, "Oh, this is so stupid. It doesn't make any sense." Shawn Michaels is the only guy who retired and stayed retired. He doesn't have to do it, especially for a match like this. And the more I think about it, I'm on board. I told you that. I told you you're going to be on board. It's Shawn Michaels. It's Shawn Michaels. Who cares? As long, but but then you look at it, you see this tag team match. Four legends, without a doubt. Four over fifty year old men. Getting it's a money grab, dude. Just uh, the no, money grab. of course it is, but there's um, nothing going to come out of it. No, I'm on board. But what I did here, again, rumors and speculations, what the WWE runs on is that Shawn Michaels could be in action at WrestleMania this year, and here's where I get a little excited. So now I'm excited because I want him to fight Styles. But that, because that's the rumored match. That's the rumored match. Of course That's what is. you heard? I heard Shawn Michaels' Undertaker. Really? Just one-on-one? And then it'd be like finally both of them donezo, or like finally done for the uh, Undertaker after that. that. That's what I heard. I don't but, want that. But I also <laughs> did hear, though, AJ versus Sean, which would be phenomenal. I just want Taker to be done. I know. I feel it bad. It takes up I, so much time on the card, too, at WrestleMania. Uh, I know. Because like, the entranceway is like 9,000 feet long, <laughs> and he gets the slowest entrance in the world, which takes like a half hour itself. <laughs> well, here's the deal. WrestleMania is going to be 100 hours in spite of that. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah. And, Andrew, we still got to figure it out at MetLife Stadium this year. We I'm, have to go. I'm trying to be there. We I'm trying to, to be there. All right, we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll get, we'll get our good pal Alex Demiris on the phone. He's more than invited as well. <laughs> so, we'll, but we'll bring it back. The thing about you saying, oh, well, The Undertaker, he's got to be done. He's got to be done. I don't disagree, but you have to give him a proper send-off. Send-off. For sure. Which they thought they were doing. Four years Roman ago. Reigns. Oh. That was the plan. Well, I don't think... What? You're talking about the Lesnar. streak? Yeah. I, well, no, because that... That's the send-off. That story, yeah, but he's got to get it. He guys, he's got to get his back. So that's totally... Nah. No, I don't I don't see that. I see it as WrestleMania 33, Roman Reigns, whether we liked it or not, should have been it. I hated it. Thought it was terrible. Since, I've turned, I've turned around on Roman Reigns, but the WrestleMania 33 main event, Roman and Undertaker, was not great. It mm-hmm. was not the send-off The Undertaker deserved, which is probably part of the reason, probably not all the reason, they know what they're doing, but part of the reason they brought him back. And then I was thinking, oh, well, he's got Cena. They can have a real match, <laughs> go maybe 12 minutes even, and that can be it. And they they got the 35 seconds, whatever it was, <laughs> and then now here's The Undertaker again. So whatever it is, whoever we think is, you know, this is the last one, and it is, then... 
if it's done well, then yeah, he can he can be done for for real. Yeah, I want him to be done for real. That's <laughs> I don't what, want uh, it to go on well, anymore. Well, that, that that's why I said you know it'll be good you know if Sean were to fight Undertaker at WrestleMania, they can have it fight it out, and that'd be the last time you see Undertaker. You it could be the last time you see both of them. Exactly. But I mean, I really don't think you want to see Shawn Michaels lose. So I mean, you well, can see. I another thing again, more more rumors. We're trying to stay stay away from it, but <laughs> that's that's what we feed off of. That the word on the street is that they could potentially do. They have Crown Jewel at the beginning of November, mm-hmm. and at the end of November at Survivor Series, do Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Ooh. So then that frees Shawn Michaels up for a potential WrestleMania match with someone like an AJ Styles. <sighs> <laughs> I there you go. I think get me like, get me all hot and bothered <laughs> thinking about this. I think that could be the way to go, whether it's AJ Styles or not. I but think it should be Styles. Yeah. I, who else? Who else realistically would would Shawn Michaels fight? I think there's three that make sense. There's AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. There's Daniel Bryan. You know, a little teacher versus student. Yeah. And the only other one fit for WrestleMania. I mean, you could also say Dolph Ziggler, but not fit for WrestleMania. The only other one that I could say fit for WrestleMania, is Seth Rollins. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Those would all be three great matches if it were to happen. Yeah, I, I agree. And but it's, just, it's just a matter of what do they want to do, when do they want to do it. Is Shawn Michaels coming back for one match? Is he coming back just to do stuff with The Undertaker to tie it all together? That remains to be seen. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, would, no matter how they do it, I think, I think they'll send it off right whether for Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. I hope so. <laughs> and really, he's going under the shadows here. How about Kane, too? Very well could be his last run as well. Yeah, because he's the mayor. He's yeah. currently the mayor of Knox the County mayor. in Tennessee. You heard why he, like, he can't, he's able to do this, though, right? It's because the WWE donated $100,000 to Knox County, Tennessee, so he can be here. Are you serious? <laughs> that's yeah. what I heard. Oh that, no, that's, that's true. That's confirmed. <laughs> um, that's ridiculous. But then that brings us back to the... Saudi, Saudi Arabia yeah. issue. It's the, a bad look for the mayor. It's a terrible look for the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, <laughs> that he's putting on a mask, he's getting in his costume, and he's flying over to Saudi Arabia to Saudi Arabia to have a wrestling match. Yeah. That's a really bad look for him as well. And he might say, you know, look, I'll do whatever you want, but I, not there. Maybe, maybe that's how he feels. But, okay, so now we all say that Saudi Arabia is probably not going to happen. <laughs> Where else do you see... Crown Jewel happening? No, I, th- I think it'll happen. I don't think. I think it will happen too, just because it's uh. They're so. It's a month away. Yeah, they're That's in too saying. deep right now. There yeah. is no other place that it could it could happen. At I this mean, point, if it, they decided maybe a m- one two months ago, then yeah. I mean, it, it, if I had to make a guess, like where it could be, I think maybe Wembley might be a thing since they're doing all this new stuff with the UK now and everything like that, so you can do some promoting over there as well. Maybe that'd be it within London, but other than that, I really don't think it would be anywhere else, but. In uh, yeah. Saudi Arabia, I don't expect to see it anywhere else but Saudi Arabia. Makes sense. So let's we'll move it on a little bit more in Raw. Let's talk about one other match set for Evolution. It's Trish Stratus and Lita, pair of Hall of Famers, taking on Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. I love yeah. it. I don't care. I love it. <laughs> I don't care about so this An- match. So Andrew doesn't care. Claim, I love claim it. Claim his whisper and he look, loves it. Let's look, tell, tell you us You know why. what? I love it just because you're reuniting some old rivalries with. Uh, Mickey being in the same ring as Lita and Trish. I mean, I'm really, personally, I would, would have rather seen Trish versus Mickey James again. I mean, I, everyone's like, oh, we've seen this already. Yeah, but it's, we haven't seen this in forever. And this was one of the greatest rivalries in WWE history, whether it's men or women. It's one of the best rivalries. 
But now you have Trish and Lita tag up against Alexa and Mickey James. I mean, I mean, I feel like Alexa's just put being put in there. I mean, I love Alexa as much as the next guy, but it just doesn't really make any sense with the three of them in there. But I'm going to love that match. I prefer this setup as the tag team match than how they originally had announced Trish versus Alexa and Mickey versus Lita. Yeah. I think it makes much more sense to be a tag. Yeah, match. I like the I like the tag match better than the than it was as singles. I, I guess I agree. I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I honestly couldn't care less about this match. I really, I really just don't. It's, I don't see the point. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a money a, grab. It's a decent. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a money it's grab. It's got some nostalgia factor, and then you like it's cool to see like Clem. You imagine Trish and. Mickey I'm squaring so, up, you know, Trish and Lita and together. I'm so sick of this nostalgia. I don't I don't care about nostalgia at this point. I cared about nostalgia when I was like 13, maybe. <laughs> I, now I'm 20, 21 years old. I could care less about nostalgia. That's why I'm, I'm pissed about The Undertaker and Kane yeah. and DX. Just end it. Just You're done. We got so many young talent coming in from NXT, from on Raw and SmackDown <sighs> now. Like, What is the point of this nostalgia, you, you know? Uh, we, we can go on all day about this. No, but, I mean. but hold on. Hold the phone. We got this guy right here, Andrew, saying, oh, nostalgia this, nostalgia that. Who cares? Meanwhile, we came in on the air and said, oh, Evolution was back. He's like, yeah, it was dope. I loved it. Oh, because that's different. Why is that different? Because none of them are going to wrestle, except Randy Orton, who still can, and Batista, who potentially might fight Triple H. So none of them are going to wrestle, just turned into one of them still wrestles and two of them are going to continue. Randy Orton is still on the main roster, correct? Yes. Yeah, no, no. Okay, not, so I'm he's still talk- relevant. I'm not talking about Randy Orton. I'm talking about Triple H and Batista. Triple H and Batista will be a one-time thing. And it'll be at Mania, which is okay, like but Trish months, and Lita coming later. back is a one-time thing. Also, I doubt it. I, mm, I doubt I was, that. That was my next question. That's I was like, that, do you think do you think Trish is going to stay back for a little bit? No, not at all. So you you I, see, Clem Clem's got the right idea. I think I think they're going to keep going with this I for think, more money. I think they might because why not? You know, like well, I mean, yeah, Trish is Trish and Lita are both in amazing shape. I still think they can wrestle right now, but. You're just gonna bring. I mean, yeah, this is a great big thing. You saw, you saw Trish and Lita at the Women's Royal Rumble. You've seen them now at WWE Evolution. What's not to say they're gonna come back at WrestleMania, continue this feud or whatnot, or just you know? have like a singles match like they originally were supposed to? Oh yeah, or even like you're like if you set up for a tag team match, like obviously they're gonna do it another thing. Yeah, or even they do a triple threat match like Mickey versus Trish versus Lita, like or something like that. You know, down the road, they probably will. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. Batista Triple H would be a one-time thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. See, that's like not nostalgia. That's more or less like I want to see Batista in the ring one more time. But you're talking about Batista being a being, Batista versus Triple H being a one-time thing. Meanwhile, there's rumors he's going to come back for one last run. That's not a one-time thing. He's going to have several but matches. Th- here's the difference so, between Batista, Trish, and, and and Stratus is that Batista can still go in the ring. I was, who's to say that Lita and Trish Stratus can't? Did you see them in the in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, they botched Trish like 30 great. times each. Oh, Trish looks great. Yes, uh, Trish Lita Stratus looks pretty good. I, Lita, I, go, Lita going to the top rope and trying to do the moonsault, I cringe every time. I think she's going to yeah, land on her neck. Land on oh, somebody. my God. We got so but Trish Stratus looks pretty good. Yeah, all that yoga she's doing. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> all right, so. I'm just sick of the nostalgia. I don't Whoa. want it anymore. To get feel, away with it. I feel you, homie. Give, me, right, give I, me, like, a good match. All right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll ask you what you think after the show. But okay. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move it on. We got to get into the Bellas and Ronda Rousey. We got to get into the Shield, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler. But we'll do that after the break. Before we go to break, I want to bring up one quick thing that I really loved about Raw this week that I hope plays into something. I hope it's not just a one-time thing. Elias was interrupted by Apollo Crews. I'm... 
as big of a Apollo Crews guy as any, and he looks pretty good. Apollo always looks good. They waste his talent too. It's funny. Like I mean, I before these guys got called up, I never really watched NXT. But what I heard was Elias and Apollo had a great feud going on in NXT. So hopefully, I mean, maybe they can uh, revive this. I mean, I'm just so happy Apollo's not with Titus Worldwide anymore. Thank the Lord. But um, <laughs> Apollo's a great wrestler, and and if they finally have Elias do something in this company other than play the guitar and get interrupted. I mean, but he does it pretty well. It yeah, does. I mean, he gets him. He does. He does. I, mean, I saw when I I went to uh, Raw over the summer, and I saw when I got I, I was wa- I was walking with Elias. I felt really awesome. <laughs> and then he got I we got interrupted. <laughs> walking with him, dude. I, yeah, I couldn't street, wait to walk with him. Hold, held his hand. Started walking down the street. <laughs> but it was great. I mean, I'm just I feel so bad for guys like Apollo Cruz and Elias who get the short end of the stick, and they have they're amazing. They're great. They have great talent. I think uh, Elias is in for a title run soon. I really hope sooner so. than later. But uh, back to Apollo Cruz, he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. I just I can't see him talk in the ring and take him seriously. I think his biggest problem that he looks too big, so they can't <laughs> believably lie and say he's under two hundred five and yeah. send him to the cruiserweights. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. is he actually two hundred five? No, not at oh. all. But I'm saying whatever, however much he is, he wrestles if, like a cruiser. If he looked 205, yeah. they could fudge it and say, oh, yeah, he, he made weight. He's 240. Yeah, he's he's a big dude. Like, Neville looked pretty big, but he was legitimately like 187. Speaking of Neville, he went back to Japan. Heard that. I'm so upset. Wrestling as Pac. I'm so upset. Yeah. I love Neville. Right. You have no idea. He'll do better. He'll do better. Did you, well, speaking of 205, I mean, we're going to, I'm just going to, quick, so do you hear Zack Ryder might go to 205? I, I wouldn't be mad about I that. I did hear about that, but he's another guy that I feel like he looks—he almost, almost looks too big. He's, yeah, but so does Tony Nese. Yeah. He's like the same size as Tony Nese. He's, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Zack Ryder's 220. Yeah, Zack Ryder's 220. Tony Nese is legitimately under the weight limit. I think, no, I think he's at 205. Fuck it up. I think I'm pretty sure Tony Nese Yeah, but Tony Nese at 205 is much— at, at, at the limit is much yeah, different. Yeah, build looks huge. Nah, I, he I looks agree. huge. I agree. So anyway, Tony Nese is one ninety six. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. So Drew knows a whole lot, that. right? Yeah, so but he, <laughs> does, he does look like a big guy, does he not? No, he does. No, he's, he's huge. Yeah, that's he's what I'm jacked, saying. Baby. He picked up uh, Leo Rush and threw him over the top rope like that. Did you see that? Which looked terrifying. Oh my god! I thought Leo Rush was gonna break his neck. It didn't look great. So anyway. <laughs> We'll wrap things up. One final break, then we'll finish up with Raw. We'll touch 205 Live. We'll touch NXT a bit. But first, we're going to go to break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on MyWCWP.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weissin, Andrew Servideo. Chris Klimazuski here with you. We are back. Some would say that we're better than ever. Some may disagree. We'll see what happens. But we'll get we'll get into the two two t- hot storylines on a raw. Chris, I know you're chomping at the bit to talk about this one. You got your hot Ronda shirt on. Bellas and Ronda Rousey. What's going on? Oh my! First of all, that might have been the best promo I've seen in a while. I, I'm not saying just because it's Ronda. She it seems like it. She literally was spitting facts, and that was the best. That was the best I've ever seen Ronda on the mic. And she wrote that promo herself. Oh my! God. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, that's great. I she mean, wrote look, it herself. Where'd you hear that? Read it. All right. Okay. So no, she but, might have. <laughs> she did. No, she did. I believe. You. The, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe Vince or anyone else wrote that. But I mean, 
That was a great promo. I mean, and she's completely roasted him. First of all, get the Bellas out of the WWE, please. They stink. They really do. They're really it's, bad. It's, it's, not a, good. it's a tough situation because on one hand, you can say, oh, they're terrible. Oh, they're this, they're that. Why are they there? But then on the other hand, you can say they were around ah, when it was tough. Ah, you know they, what it cares? I'm not going to sit here and say <laughs> they, I'm not going to sit here and say oh they started the women's revolution but they were a part of it. They yeah, and they I, deserve and they got the short end of the stick a lot during that time way back when most for pro- about 2 years their only role was to escort the raw guest host to the ring. Whoever yeah. it was, that's all they did. So yeah, you might say oh they're not good, they're this, they're that. You gotta give them their credit. They've been around for a while. I I do I do give them that credit. Look, they were a great catalyst to start the women's revolution with them two, Paige and AJ Lee. But now their time is done. But even back then, like they couldn't really. It feels like, like a nostalgia trip. Yeah, exactly. And we don't need that, especially when Ronda's gonna beat Nikki in five seconds. You know? Oh like, yeah, I hope she does. Like okay, first of all, if Nikki beats Ronda at Evolution, I, I might just I'll I'll quit. I'll just quit. Whatever. <laughs> whatever it is, I'll quit. Because that, in I reality, mean, should never, it's never going to happen. That, and that's going to be the main event of Evolution. I'm, I, th- I throw, throw up just thinking about it because, <laughs> because it's literally like, it's a, likely, it's a like, likely possibility that yeah, happens. And I'd be very upset. I, here's, here's my thing. I don't, I don't think Ronda's losing to Nikki Bella. But here's the problem that lies with Ronda Rousey. Eventually, someone has to get in the ring where we could believably say... You know what? This is going to be a fight. Yeah, so far, Ronda Rousey has not wrestled a single person that in my head wasn't well in a quote unquote real fight. I think it'll be uh, this is a three second match. You know, I think go- it's going to be either there's there's three possibilities. It's going to be Oscar, Ember Moon, or Shayna Baszler when she comes up. You don't think Sasha? No. Well, I got one more for you. That's that people could look at pretty well. How about the end of November? We're going to get Survivor Series. If we got Ronda and Becky Lynch remaining as champions, who says no to Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch? Well, yeah, I know. That's going to be great, but I don't think Ronda's going to lose. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. that's a legitimate match to say, hey, you know what? That's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. We, we You got something here. Yeah. You mentioned Shayna Baszler coming up and possibly fighting. Well, I don't think they're good. They're too good of a friend. They're friends right now. I think somewhere down the road. Not not for not at first when Shayna gets called up. Have you never watched a wrestling show in your entire life? <laughs> They're friends. They can't fight. Are you out of your mind? They're friends in NXT, but then when they come it up to NXT, matter. everybody it forgets everything. Shayna <laughs> Baszler could come up to Raw. Shayna Baszler is also like the mega heel of NXT. I know. Shayna Baszler could it. come up to Raw and uh, hug, give Ronda a hug, shake her hand, whatever it is, and then beat the crap out of her. Yeah. Have you never? Uh, what is this? <laughs> Are you for real right now? Amateur hour here. They're, on phenomenal they're forum. friends. Great, I'm they never, keep... I'm never allowed back on the <laughs> yeah. show now. Locked, locked. We'll be looking, we'll be looking for a the new phenomenal th- forum. Is currently searching for talent. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be looking for a new third guy next week. No, but he, Alex he, Demiris, he, I hope you're listening. No, but here's my thing about it. That's why I'm saying that at Evolution, Bree's obviously going to be in Nikki's corner. Sure. No one's going to be in Ronda's corner. I mean, yeah, I know Shane is going to be fighting Kyrie Saint. That's Kyrie right. Saint She's got a rematch early on. Early on that night. I think Shane is going to come out for Ronda's fight and be in Ronda's corner that night. Is the NXT Women's Title uh, at Evolution? Yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Kyrie yeah. Saint taking on Shayna Baszler. This is Shayna Baszler's rematch. Right. So say so. Shay, say Shayna loses, which I think she will. Um, she, I think Shayna is going to come out, support Ronda in her corner, and then they'll be like, "Oh, best friends." And then you'll see Shayna on the main roster now. I think. 
Unless she wins the title off of Kyrie. Uh, I don't think she will. Just I don't because think how so many, Just because how many times do you see someone repeat as champion on It's NA? happened twice. No, nah, it hasn't happened with the women yet. Exactly. Yeah, It'll happen with the women. Exactly. That's, that, that, that's the only reason why I say that. I mean, I love Shayna. I think she's way better than Kyrie Sane. But oh, I don't know about that. <sighs> I, Here's the thing. With my opinion of Shayna Baszler is she has a lot to learn. But she's a lot better than where she was a year ago. Correct. Mm-hmm. 100%. But what we've seen in the ring with her is literally just like submission holds. Yeah, it's literally boring to watch Shayna Baszler in her match. But, but I'll tell you one thing, I kind I went into I was at I was in the crowd at Takeover Brooklyn as well. I went into that match. I'm not gonna say as far far down as you saying, oh she's this she's that. I was saying, hey, she, yeah, I guess she's got a little yeah, bit it's to like prove. A, yeah, yeah. She proved herself in the ring in Brooklyn with Kyrie saying she looked like a million bucks and with the help of Kyrie saying. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, but guess what? You're not having a match by yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, all right, whatever. Can Kyrie Sane get a new gimmick? I'm not a fan of the pirate thing. I mean, <laughs> you don't is, like that, pi- is that just me, or like do you guys not like it either? She's, uh, she's a big One Piece fan. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't mind it. I mean, I, I, I love Kyrie Sane. She's great. But I'm just like, come on, pirates. That's I what th- you're coming up I with. Think it's cool. <laughs> I think it works in NXT. The minute she gets to the main roster, they need to either drop it right away or. It'll it'll be a little it'll cartoony. Out. You know, I do out. like when she starts walking the plank. That's what I do like. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's great. Yeah, she's a great wrestler. That elbow job's incredible. No, no, best elbow job in the business. One of the best. That's what I said. The best. One of the best. One of the best. I'm not doing this right now. All right, we got to move on to the main event of this week's Raw. I'm surprised we haven't we barely talked about it at all so far. The Shield and the Dogs of War: Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler. Another six-man tag match, like we haven't seen it before. But, <laughs> thank you, Clem. But, he's snoring. I, f- I feel like every time these six guys get in the ring, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're right, it's, yeah. It's appointment television with these six. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, everyone thinks, like, everyone knows, like, oh, great. Ky- uh, Kyrie saying, wow. Um, <laughs> Braun Strowman, Ziggler, McIntyre versus The Shield, again, for the millionth time. I mean, yeah, we've seen it. But, yeah, it's like you said, something different's going to happen every time, especially with the rumors and the storyline leading that Dean might turn heel on them, too, as well. Exactly. So the all-match, you're looking for what's going to happen with Dean, what's going to happen with Seth, whatever. And then we get the accidental Claymore kick from McIntyre to Strowman. Mm -hmm. Strowman power slams Ziggler after the match, and then Drew McIntyre hits Strowman with another Claymore kick. Looked incredible. Drew McIntyre looking like a million bucks. And he walks off on his own. Now, because we're expecting, oh, where's this shield turn coming? Where's it coming? Where's it coming? Now we got this beef with Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Love it. I am beyond on board. I, love I it. can't wait. I love it. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Gonna be I great. think uh, I think all of it's gonna implode when we hit Crown Jewel. Yeah. I Everything. Everything's gonna hit. The I fan. think this Crown Jewel is gonna be better than what the Greatest Glass Royal one. Rumble yeah, was. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think it's just because I think they knew because last time it was just so anticlimactic with the Greatest Royal Rumble. I mean, yeah, you had you had a a, a bum match, Undertaker versus uh, Rusev in a casket match. Like, anyone wanted to watch that? That whole, the, that whole show was a money grab. Yeah, exactly. It's really what it was, and then Braun Strowman wins the Greatest Royal Rumble and literally does nothing after that. But I think this is going to be a lot better. You got titles on the line here and everything like that. So, hear me out. I'm listening. Is it so far out to say that? The W because the WWE has this deal with Saudi Arabia to have ten shows over the next ten years. Ten? That's the deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Is is it so far out? To that deal's gonna break next year. No, I'll tell you why it won't. It after Madden, next year. But point. is it so far out to think that 
the WWE is keeping some sort of consistent pattern through these shows to have con because these the men and women inside well, the, in Saudi Arabia might say, well, you know, they might might not watch the program and they're only watching every six months when they come to Saudi Arabia. So the Greatest Royal Rumble ended. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar wrestling for the world championship ended in a in a schmaz finish. Lesnar kept the title and Strowman won the battle ro- the Royal Rumble. Now the main event of this next one in Saudi Arabia, those three men are wrestling for the title. Mm. So who's to say that, for argument's sake, let's say Roman pins Strowman to retain the title. Who's to say that, you know, next March or June, whenever if the, whenever the next time they go to Saudi Arabia is, that Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, no matter what's happening from then to now, that we somehow get there to have that match. Yeah, probably happen. I wouldn't doubt it. No, I'll tell you, Drew, you mentioned that... In my, we hope it botches in two to three years this deal, and I really hope it does too. But I'll I think it's what, going to. I think it's inevitable. At I this think point. it won't just because I think we're all, we're both we're all forgetting here that the XFL is starting back up. Vince is behind it. This this is literally what he's used. He's using this Saudi money to fund the XFL. That's a really can, good point. I can re- literally guarantee you that's what is happening. I mean, I, that's not confirmed anywhere, but like. It makes sense why he they're doing all these shows like this. That's a very good take from Chris Klemazewski. Congratulations, you can come back next oh. week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you redeemed yourself. Yes. No, but uh, here's the thing that that whole Saudi Arabia nonsense that's going on, like it, politically, like that's that's a bad look for WWE. Yeah, when I first heard Saudi Arabia, I was like, of all countries, really? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like that. Is gonna fizzle out very quickly. As soon as something really bad happens, like they're done. They're they're not getting another show there. Absolutely. It'll it'll be interesting to say the least. Anyway, so you have at Crown Jewel, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman are meeting in the triple threat with Brock Lesnar. You have Ziggler and you have Seth Rollins in this World Cup. Where does that leave Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Strokes beard. No, yeah, no. I just. I mean, what what matches are on the card for Crown Jewel? We have this whole World Cup, so it's seven matches there. We have the triple threat for the Universal Title. We have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship, which I'm very excited about. Uh, and we have. There's one more that I just thought of that I can't think of now. Tag DX and DX and yeah. Undertaker and Kane. Right. I don't know. I th- I think those seven matches are going to take up a majority of the time. I think yeah, that's why they that's... did it like that. Especially, especially if they do it all. In one thing, too, you know? I don't like, think they'll do it straight. No. No, 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 not straight. I mean, like, do, like, every match, like, find out who the World Cup champion is at the end of the show. That's well, no, the whole th- the whole World Cup is happening at the show. So, That's now, hold on. The, the winner of the World Cup gets a title shot, right? I don't think they announced that. Yeah, I don't think they announced it either, just I like think, they didn't so announce it. So, what the hell? What is the point? I think, What's the point of the Greatest Royal Rumble? I, <laughs> I, think, yeah, I, think, I think right now the winner of the World Cup is getting a cup. They're getting oh, some yeah, sort of trophy. Yeah, like, yeah, it's Ooh, the same thing as the Oscars, obviously. Exactly. But they should get a title shot, realistically. Yeah. These are the best guys in the business right now. The uh, best guys uh, in the world. It's yeah, a world that's cup. that's what I'm saying. It's the best talent on WWE right now that are not champions. They should get a title shot. Those yeah. are, all of those guys listed in that tournament are guys that should be fighting for the title sometime soon. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't formally announce winner gets a title shot, but the winner, whoever wins will be like, hey, I just won the World Cup. Don't you think I should be in line? Yeah. Like if it's Seth yeah, Rollins, yeah. and then Baron Corbin will say, all right, well, you get this such and such match to yeah. prove it. I agree. Maybe he gets a number one contender opportunity, whoever. I don't know. But I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. We, got a, we got a few minutes left. I know Andrew 
you, you brought up NXT UK during the break. You want to yes. talk a little about that? Finally, yeah. finally aired. Uh, finally aired. Uh, it, it it feels like this show is uh, just like a, an extension of NXT, but I feel like the the um, the crowd atmosphere and the whole stage design and everything like is a lot cooler than what NXT looks like. It's a different feel for sure. Um, the matches on the on that card on the first show were incredible. Uh, the main event was Noam Dar versus the the WWE UK NXT UK champion, right? Yeah, and, WWE UK champion. There you Pete go. Dunn. It's Pete Dunne. Yeah, right. Um, two, two guys I love. I didn't get to check out the first episode. I, I'm definitely gonna go back and watch. It was it. A, it was a really really good match. It went on for about like 20 minutes. I say. Yeah, you give you give two guys like that some time. Oh my gosh. And that's what and that's what's so great about these shows, like NXT UK, NXT on it in its own right, 205 Live as well. When you give these workers, like someone like Buddy Murphy, the new Cruiserweight champion, you give him and Cedric, I think it, at uh, Super Showdown a couple weeks ago, they got like 13 minutes. But in a potential rematch on 205 Live, they'll probably get like 20 to 25. Yeah. And that'll be an incredible match. Yeah. I, at, at Super Showdown, that was the best match on the card. For sure, yeah, it was, yeah. And I'm, I'm happy that Buddy Murphy's champ. I think it's great. It was a great hometown pop. The hometown guy from Australia... I can't wait to see what he's doing. And 205 Live, again, they're on the radar. They're putting together great matches consistently. I don't know. I feel like um, like 205 Live and NXT or NXT UK should merge. Like I think 205 Live should be a part of NXT in some capacity. It should be a tape show that happens in the Performance Center or something like that to the effect of that. And it would just make more sense. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't take up SmackDown's time. Well, now what they've been doing, they've the past month or so, they've been taping it before, before SmackDown, Smackdown yeah. which is much better because when I went to the SmackDown after uh, after TakeOver, during a commercial, and I was excited for 205 Live. I was sticking around regardless, but a lot of people don't. And during a commercial break, Paige came out and said, you know, fans, I hope you're having a great time, and make sure you stick around for tonight's main event, Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. So they had Daniel Bryan versus Samoa, show, Samoa Joe wrestle for the live crowd after the show. The dark match, right? Yeah. The dark match after 205 Live. Uh, so that And it's funny, I didn't stick around for that match. I had to catch a train. It was, it was like 11 o'clock at night at that point. But I stuck around for 205 Live. They had a tornado tag match. It was incredible. And then, and then I left. I didn't get to see Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan. But a lot of people... Especially if you, even more, if you don't give them that reason to stick around, they're not sticking around for 205 Live, which is a good reason, like it's a good thing that they've decided to start filming it at 7 o'clock before SmackDown. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Also, in uh, other NXT news, um, this is a bit of a spoiler if uh, you're not into that, but uh, Matt Riddle finally debuts on NXT TV. Love Matt Riddle. His entrance music is funky, but I like it a lot. I haven't, I didn't watch... NXT this pe- on Wednesday. I'm so mad. He didn't at debut on the show on Wednesday, but he debuted at the tapings. So yeah, someone lo- leaked a video or something. I yeah. love Matt Riddle. I, I love, love Matt Riddle. I love Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is one of the greatest like indie talents that's coming to NXT in a while. He's young too, right? He's very young. He's uh, he's 21, I, I think, right? No, no he's older. He's older, nah. than older than that. He's got he's early 20s, late 20s. So now the la- the last thing we'll talk about very quick before we get off the air. Keep it with NXT at the MSG house show. Never, usually they do the... Uh, 32, by the way. The, Sorry. Matt Riddle's 32. 32. Yeah. Very, very young. 21. <laughs> <laughs> Clem, that's strike two. Uh, two, steps <laughs> fo- two steps back, one step forward. But anyway, real quick, the N- big 
five-on-five NXT Tag Team Showcase at this MSG house show at the Garden. The Undisputed Era, full Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish is back. They're teaming with Tommaso Ciampa to take on the team of Johnny Gargano, Aleister Black, Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream. That's that's going to be incredible. That's, that's, the 10 best wrestlers steamy. in NXT. I can't wait for it. Guys, a pleasure as always. We're back. We'll see you next week. This has been the Phenomenal Forum on mywcwp.org.